Hey, Jay, how's it going? It's going good, Jay. What about you? <laughs> it's going good. This is going to get super confusing, isn't it? Uh, I, I, I'm sure I can keep a handle on it if you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best to keep up. What are you, what are you guys doing today? I uh, just checked into my hotel. I'm out in Toronto, and we are uh, we're going to play the band shell out here. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be tonight. Looking forward to that. And, uh, I love Toronto. So we were in Montreal last night, and that was incredible. And it's just good to be in Canada. I was going to ask because uh, you got a lot of uh, – you're going to be seeing a lot of Canada over the next couple weeks or so, um, especially Western Canada. Those are some uh, – Far apart cities. Do you uh, do you have any memories of uh, of being in Western Canada and touring, or does it all kind of just blend together at this point? Oh no, um, you know, on the goodness on the west side. Last time we played Vancouver, um, that was one of our. It, it, actually, for that run, it was probably the greatest audience we had on that entire run. It was incredible. What was good about them? I just got to let people in Winnipeg know so we can uh, get past that bar that they set. <laughs> it's basically, I mean, look, each night stands on its own merit. Each night has its own special thing about it. Um, but I think Vancouver this last time, it was just one of those days. Um, I got to go get out and run around the city. Weather was perfect. It's just like the right set of circumstances that happens sometimes. I had a great espresso right next to the venue. And then the audience that night, they were just singing every word to every song. And it was sold out, and it was insane. You so know, that's I, what it was like. I've, I've heard a lot of musicians talk about the grind of touring. It sounds like you still have a lot of joy to find in it. You know what? A person unhappy anywhere is a person unhappy everywhere and um, I think that doing this for so many years and uh, you learn how to do it right and I think that you got to get out and see the city you know go to a museum go to an art gallery go to a public library go to a local grocery store just whatever but you got to get out and you got to see the local flavor and um, it, it makes all the difference in the world um, you guys were featured in a in a tweet from Rolling Stone just a couple weeks ago, uh, or just a couple days ago, actually. Is that still is that still exciting? I know if Rolling Stone was talking about me, I'd be losing my mind. Well, yeah, I know that you know something like Rolling Stone, in particular, just times have changed. You know, being a little kid and Rolling Stone being the magazine that it was and everything. It was different because it was a different time altogether. Um, and print magazines, well, they just have a different luster than they used to. And uh, the online presence for someone like Rolling Stone, when they're going to mention you, it's still, it's, it's a really far reach. And we appreciate any amount of attention that we get from any of these publications, you know, because um, for rock and roll and for rock music in general um to know that it's being talked about it's a huge win for everybody in that medium so anytime rolling stone or any of these other large you know big influential um media outlets anytime they're going to talk about rock music it's a win for everybody rolling stone for me used to be one of the only ways when i was a kid to be able to connect 
uh, to some of the musicians that I love because I grew up in a bit of a smaller town. We didn't exactly have anybody coming through. And you get the CD in the in the in the drugstore, but you you know it, it was all just so abstract until you had a chance to sit down and read about some of these musicians that you admired. Yeah, I get it. I definitely, I definitely understand that. Um, the subject of the tweet <laughs> was, uh, and I'm so glad I came across it uh, because I love what you guys did uh, with Too Bad. Uh, you recorded a song in a studio made of hay bales in June. Yeah. yeah, it was really hot, man. We had just we had just um, played on the main stage at Bonnaroo, and we played a, a sizable set. The audience was insane, and um, it's a big deal, you know, for us to to get to play Bonnaroo. It's our first time, and so it was one of those it was one of those experiences where really gave everything. I remember vocally just swinging for the fences as you know as if it's the last time i'm ever going to be singing just giving everything i've got and so i left it all on the stage and then we get off uh, we get off the stage and we go back to the dressing rooms and i got to go to the media tent and do interviews and things like that and then uh, they say oh, you know you got to go do this um this acoustic thing oh jesus how am i going to do this i barely have any voice left at all and then we go into this, um, we go into this trailer that's covered in hay bales. <laughs> and on the inside of the studio, they've got, you know, just great gear, microphones, guitars, all that stuff. We get in there, and I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? This is a this is a really good opportunity for us. So you got to dig deep, and you have to deliver somehow. And um, it was limping my way through again you know with these a couple of acoustic performances so on that performance in particular that take um one of the things i like about it i'm reminded because i listened to it uh, just the other day and i hadn't heard it it was wow my voice is really torn back but it's a completely different take on that song and uh i'm glad we did it i thought your vocals i mean as tired as as you say you were i thought they added so much to that to that performance though yeah, it it sounds it sounds like a match going out <laughs> to me, and that's I like that. I definitely like that. When you guys strip your music down that much, are you getting to the essence of maybe how you write or come up with some of these songs? Well, I think that the bare essence of any song for me, it's always about melody. It's about melody, phrasing, and lyrics. You know, I'm a songwriter. I'm a singer songwriter at heart. I just happen to be playing rock and roll and for me that is the that's the bare essence of the song and when we play acoustically um those things are showcased much more and for me that's always been my forte and you know having a an extensive background growing up in you know busking like coffee shops and playing very very stripped down it's a return to form for me that it's nice every time we do it so you got the rest of this uh, Canadian thing. You got some uh, some big shows coming up to wrap up 2019, too, with Stone Temple Pilots. What's that going to be like? I'm looking forward to that. Those are really good dudes. And um, I think the whole band, we're just looking forward to having a good time each night. You know, someone like Stone Temple Pilots coming to us and, and you know, presenting um, a headline, a co-headline tour that way. Well, that's a really big honor 
you know, and um, and I think that for rock fans, you know, what Stone Temple Pilots are doing is, is well, it's a different brand than, say, what we do, but I think that the real winners, um, it's going to be the rock audience because they're going to get two different perspectives that way, and I think it's really healthy. Have you met the DeLeos before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah really, really, really sweet guys. Very talented. Jay, you've been very generous with your time. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, of course. This was Thank great. Thank you so much for the support. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. Absolutely. Can't wait to have you guys out here. And, we'll see uh, you then. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. Thank you, Jay, and thanks to Power 97 for the support. Thanks, Jay. Have a good one, man. You too, bud. See you see now. Ya.